business and people. Your host, Walt Bayless. Let's get this show started. Welcome to the Business and People Podcast. I'm your host, Walt Bayless, and on today's episode, we've got a special guest, Lise Swihart, who's a coach and the founder of InnovativeCoachingForLife.com. Lise talks to us about finding the magic in your life and really being able to put the spark in wherever you are. We talk about losing your way and finding it again, and we talk about what it takes to really find out who you are. We talk about breathing, we talk about finding peace, and we talk about really connecting and filling your life with joy and happiness. If any of those things sound intriguing, then enjoy this amazing episode with Lise Swihart on the Business and People podcast. Lise Swihart, thank you so much for joining me. The Joymaker is in the house. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well today, of course. How are you doing this evening? I'm great. I'm really well, really well. Now, Lise, as I was, as I was scrolling through, through uh, LinkedIn, it, the, the word joy maker just jumped out at me. And I thought, this is somebody that I really need to speak to. How did you get from, you know, that, that teenager all those years ago, all the way through to being the founder of Innovative Coaching and a, and a joy maker? How did that story come to pass? Oh, my goodness. So it came to pass through a great deal of hardship. Okay. Went through. It was not this perfect path, but a lot of struggle. And through that struggle... As we all grow as humans, it became the spark in this light. And I realized that life is really more meaningful when we have connections with other people. And those connections can create such joy that this is what I seek to do. And this is where Innovative Coaching came to be. It's part of me just trying to give back and trying to help others find that internal Spark within. Wow, cool. A lot of people in this day and age, in social media's explosion, um, they, they look at that word connections and it's so easy to measure your social media connection based on the number of people. But are you talking about the people that you're friends with on Facebook or connected with on LinkedIn or are you talking about that real face-to-face? The real face-to-face. So beyond what you and I are doing right now, yeah. this is face-to-face actually making eye contact with people. And so what first really got me into it was actually through my love of dance. And so while I was working professionally, I would also realize that I didn't have to be a professional dancer at that point in my life. I could still dance and dance in small communities where I could actually make eye contact. And I realized that if I could capture someone's eye contact for a few seconds, you could see, almost see them light up. Yeah. Here's a person who was pausing mid-performance and just beaming at me. And it, it started to awaken this awareness that we don't have enough of this. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I know that you've done a lot of work in the, the mental health space and being able to, I guess, help people find that joy, find that magic in their lives. Is that... Um, so let me see if I can phrase this question the right way. The people that are working with you at, at Innovative Coaching, are you finding that they are in need of that joy, that spark? Are they, are they coming to you saying, Lise, please help me? In, yes, I will say absolutely. Maybe not phrased with that question. Sure. But it's really something about there is some aspect of their life that is just not, they're not quite fully in alignment. Right. And so they're seeking help finding that inner wisdom, they're 
values, what do they personally personally value? Not what society has put on them, not what religion has put on them, but just really what do they as a person value? And then how do you access that? Yeah, right. How do you access that in your body and then put that into new behaviors, new thought life, take some challenges and just enjoy living. And as Sorry, I didn't, mean to cut you off. I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Is there a process that you go to, through with somebody like that? Is there a, you know, a step one, two, three, I don't want to take away from your coaching program. Obviously, people can come and follow you and find out for themselves. But is there a step-by-step system that you found helps people kind of unlock that within themselves? Hmm. I don't have a protocol because okay. every human being is so uniquely different. Sure. So much like you, I'm very curious about other people mm-hmm. and I really take time to listen and I listen for those, those pivotal points that, that they may not be saying and ask further about those, ask them to expand on those and, and give me more of an idea of what's missing. Yeah, sure. What's missing. Then I can really help people tap into that. Absolutely. And it is actually one way that allows people to access that information, this um, ability to, to dip into one's body and know that your body never lies. Now you've, you've done a lot of work as a nutritionist as well. So when you're talking about dipping into your body, you're obviously proficient in dance and and anybody who's watching this on the video version can see Lisa's beautiful uh, dance photos behind. Uh, So you've, you've worked specifically with your body and dance. You've done a lot of work in nutrition. When you talk about getting in touch or dipping into their body, what do you mean specifically? Mm. Great question. So we live in this day and age in which we think from here up. This is where all of our information is accessed. We think about things. We make lists. Um, you know, we look at the pros and cons. It's all intellectual. Yeah. And there's so much noise. Some people have called it monkey mind. There's different phrases people have used. But it can be loud. Yeah. Really, really have so much chatter in the background. Well, and it can be conflicting. If you do this, then you'll have this outcome. But if you can do this, you'll have that outcome. And so when I'm talking about dipping in, I'm, I'm referring to quieting that noise and just breathing, just breathing to get you out of your head, you or anyone out of their heads and into their bodies, into their breath. And from that space, just asking the question and asking what is the first thing that comes up? And a person's natural intuition rises to the surface. Yeah. And so shocking to clients that I work with because they're not, they're not used to that. They're not used to solving their answer in minutes. Quietly. You know, 10 sessions later and they're still trying to process this or that. So I understand I've had that personal experience and, you know, talking to a lot of people about the the practice of meditation, the practice of, of just being quiet and still and concentrating on your breath. And it really is an amazing uh, method of getting it, getting everything out of your mind, quietening that chatter. Is there, is there a preferred method that you have? I think a lot of people struggle with, with meditation, with that quiet stillness in today's busy world. Um, do you have a, a preference in terms of the way that you would guide someone through meditation getting started? I do. I do. I have one very specific breathing strategy that I teach, um, and I'm happy to share that with you. Because, Great. Please do. Yeah, because it can benefit so many of your, of, of, of your viewers. And what I love about it is that it takes two minutes. 
That's it. Two wow. minutes. So it's a counting, breathing meditation. Mm-hmm. And it's one where first someone has to learn how to breathe from their diaphragm. So the easiest way is to put their hands around their, their lower ribs and breathe out and see if they can feel their ribs just expand just a little bit. Just not feel a lot, just mm-hmm. a little bit. Otherwise, they'll do this and they'll get lightheaded. And right. well, that's your fun. Um, but it's breathing in for a full count of seven and then holding the breath for two counts and then exhaling a full count of seven. And then there's no pause. And that's one cycle. So it's this seven to seven rhythm. Mm-hmm. And that cycle is done seven times. Okay. About two minutes. Wow. Fantastic. In that two minutes, people have reported a reduction in their stress and anxiety. Wow. One points on a 10 point scale. It's wow. Pretty profound. It's amazing. Do you know, when I look back at, at some of the technology that's around us and, you know, it's all been about that pseudo connection for so many years. And then I think it was a, a few years ago when Apple released their Apple Watch with the Breathe app on it. Now, as a, as a personal story, um, the first thing I did was delete that app because I was, in inverted commas, too busy to, to get always reminded to stop and breathe. But it's only just been in the last sort of six months that I've recognized that that little trigger, and, and if anybody hasn't experienced that with the Apple Watch, it's, it's a, a little haptic tap and you look, it catches your attention. So you look at what's going on and it's got this beautiful picture just reminding you to take a minute and breathe. And I think that's such an amazing uh, introduction and recognition of, um, of a tech company, recognizing that the wellness side of things is such, an, uh, such a thing. Have you, how do you feel about that? I think that that cue is so outstanding. Yeah. And like any human being, anytime we see the same cue repetitiously, mm. it becomes background noise. Yeah. So it's wonderful in building a habit, but the habit then needs to come, you know, because you want to or because there's benefit from it. Yeah, sure. I completely understand, though, in this busy world thinking, I don't have time to breathe. I don't have time to breathe. How about that? How about that? I had uh, I, We were lucky enough to do an interview with a gentleman named Tom Beale. And he said, you know what? Breathing is one of my favorite things. And I, I said, that's an amazing statement. And he said, well, try not doing it for a while. You know, I said, <laughs> I like yeah, it'll, switch you off. it'll switch you off pretty quickly. Now, Lise, um, you, you mentioned at the very beginning that uh, to get to where you are has been through a fairly tumultuous journey. And I think a lot of people would, would uh, relate to that. If you had an opportunity to go back 10 or 15 years, knowing what you know now, but having been through what you've been through, what would you tell your younger self as some guidance to, to have a more joyful and fulfilled life moving forward? Oh, 10 or 15 years ago, goodness, I would have told myself, Lise, the people around you are the most important assets in your life. Mm. Slow down. The things that you want that push them aside are so much less important than taking those moments and connecting with them and creating these memories, mm. creating these experiences that will stay with you and guide you through life. Yeah, for sure. So that is the advice that I would give. Myself. I like it. I love it. I think, and you know, it, it, it comes with a little bit of wisdom where you, you start to realize what's, uh, what's truly important and, and what's around you. Can I, um, I just want to rewind just a moment. Something just popped into my head as we were talking about connections. And um, one of the things that a lot of society is dealing with at the moment is kind of, um, brought about by this voyeurism of social media, being able to watch other people's lives and, oh, my God, that person's on a yacht and how come I'm not kind of thing. Um, 
when we talk about, and we said, it's, it's that face-to-face, that people connection, and your advice to your younger self is to do that more. How would you suggest that busy executive, that, that, that busy mom, that, um, you know, that, that busy life person who might be listening to this could go about creating some good, solid, long-lasting connection starting now? Mm-hmm. So starting now, one thing is to establish a no, no cell phone moment of the day. Nice. Okay. Moment because not everybody can put it down for an hour. That might be asking too much. Mm. But but if it could start with five minutes for a mom, maybe where the phone is away and she's waking up her child. Yeah. You know, I'm a mom, so I know. Mm. And just take that time to sit with your child and just have a nice wake up conversation. Mm. That could be a great beginning. A busy CEO who wakes up and is constantly running to, okay, what needs to happen during the day? What's going to go on? Maybe just pausing and having a moment with their spouse, their coffee, and just say good morning. Yeah. You know, Taking the little bits of time. Exactly. These little tiny moments, not this extreme lifestyle change. It, just yeah. starts, with, it starts with one person and one decision. So the person, I mean, of course it's us, but there's one other person we choose to involve in that decision to take time, Mm. minutes, or if it's an hour, and letting that blossom. And from Mm. there, the rewards become so internally gratifying. Mm. It's just a snowball effect over time. Another friend and another friend. I, I love it. I, I hope that whenever you're listening to this, if you're, you might be driving in your car or you might be, uh, you know, doing the morning workout, wherever it is that you're listening to this episode, maybe there's a relationship that you've let slip over the last, you know, X amount of time as you've, as you've been struggling. I hope that listening to Lise, you can maybe put that person's name at the top of your list today and just give them a call and say, hey, and just see what they're doing and, you know, engage with that person. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, and definitely. That brings such unexpected joy to that person's life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, at least one of the things that I noticed is that you've just completed, as, as of the time of this recording, you've just completed a workshop helping people transition through jobs in their lives. So, you know, going from maybe being made redundant or maybe being laid off, looking for that new role. How did you come into that space, helping people with that big change of their lives? Because that's such an earth shattering event for a lot of people. It really is. You know, I I learned about this concept called the J-curve, and I hadn't heard of it before. And what I realized was with the J-curve, between 18 and 24 months of any job change, a person goes from where they they want to be, um, where they want to be, versus where they are now. And there's a huge shift that must take place for that to happen with beliefs, with identity, with uh, thoughts, environment. And what really happens is people don't just jump into this new place because it's new. Any transition is new. And so there's this natural dip into struggle because you learn how you you recognize that you are incompetent in some areas and eventually become competent in those So what I'm trying to do is educate people on this, help them recognize what is the biggest barrier for them to move forward successfully, and then how do you build that around? So is it that you need more support at home? Is it that before you take that leap, you need more finances? 
Is it that there's there's so much going on in this other hobby of yours that in order to really do this this desire that you want, this passion, this change, this um, uh, taking on entrepreneurship or a promotion, some of these hobby hours need to go down. Yeah, sure. For each person, what is the what is that barrier that may not be evident? Mm-hmm. Helping people develop a plan around that, and helping people then also visualize. When they get there, what is it going to feel like? Yeah, sure. Bask in that and ask them to really think about who they will be when they complete that change successfully. And that's been very transformational. That's awesome. Even even as you said those words, you can feel the the people that are uh, really looking forward to what they have in their future. and. And that word bask, basking in that enjoyment of achievement, you can feel the sacrifices needed to get there uh, along the way start to start to diminish a little bit, start to uh, drift away a little bit. So I think that's awesome. And it, and um, uh, what what sort of responses were you getting from the from the workshop? Uh, people loved it. Yeah, they absolutely loved it, and said that they were shocked at what they discovered mm. because I do use somatic work I do ask people to dip into their bodies to walk to imagine what this is like and then I watch when they stop on their walk when people stop on a certain walk towards their goal something happens and then they keep going and we go back and look at that what what happened right there and that's where these big ahas happen wow cool exactly what to do but they didn't recognize they find that blockage and, and, uh, you know, being able to, to look forward. Do you know what's interesting? <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Um, as we're looking at, at that J curve, as you mentioned, one of the things that you, you started with was being able to forward cast your, your thoughts and vision as to where you want to be. And I think that clarity, um, and, and again, we, we, everything that we've talked about so far can be so well lined up, getting still and quiet and alone, being peaceful within yourself, and then being able to look forward and say, this is where I'm, I'm looking to head. Do you find that um, one of the first things you need to do with your clients as you're coaching them in the pro- professional and personal environment is help them define that clarity? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Having individuals know exactly what it is that they could dream of. So, so the question that I ask is, if, if you could snap your fingers right now and in the morning you wake up and everything is ideal, this is, this is the ideal world where there are no limitations. Start talking to me about what you see. Who are you with? Where are you in the world? What are you doing? What are you laughing about? And we just explore all of these parameters, not just work, but life, because work is only one piece of life. Sure. The career does not define a person. Mm. You know, they are defines them. And yep. then that's what they contribute to the world. I love so that exercise. I think that exercise is amazing. I, I love the, um, you know, if you could snap your fingers and wake up in the morning and your, your world is ideal because one of the things that I talk to people a lot about is the fact that, that the world is amazing. The, the universe is amazing in its uh, ability to fulfill and human beings have that ability to set that future and work towards it, which I think is fascinating. Do you find a lot of people uh, get frustrated along that journey? Lise? Do you find that people have that goal and, and then, you know, they, they, they are walking that walk metaphorically speaking towards their future and that they, they lose the, the passion or they lose the, the forward vision. I've come across that a lot. Mm-hmm. There are people that do, and there's a variety of factors of why that might happen. Sure. Uh, sometimes it's that 
you know, they, they've just lost a family member and all of a sudden they're plagued with grief. And so naturally that, that derails them, but the grief is what needs to be, be, be processed first and gone through and experienced and honored. And for other people, it's because they have these upper limiting beliefs and these beliefs stop them from actually going there. And so as a coach, my, what I get to do and what I love is when I see those upper limiting beliefs, um, exploring that with the person saying, here's what I'm noticing. What's this about? Why, why is it that you don't believe that you can go up here? And it's some trivial thing that they uncover and say, well, that, well, that was silly. <laughs> I can totally go that next step. Yeah, sure. It takes that, that extra set of eyes that's really just there to listen with curiosity. That's the benefit of having a coach. I, I am yeah. absolutely sure. Lise, let's see how many people we can help right now. I know a lot of people listen to podcasts in their car or on the treadmill or wherever they may be. Let's see how many people we can help with this exact question. Somebody that's listening maybe is has lost their way a little bit. They started, you know, we talk about that Jacob. We started all that time ago with a vision of, of what they wanted to achieve and where they wanted to go. And let's see if we can help that person that's lost their way, refine that direction right now. How would you help that person in a, in a, in a snapshot? In a snapshot. Okay. If you're listening out there and you're just feeling like you're lost, my encouragement to you is just to sit down when you get home, not in the car. Don't do that. <laughs> do, don't, don't do that. Keep your eyes. Stay, stay with us. be present but just keep this in mind that what you are capable of is far beyond what you think you're capable of and if you can embrace and accept that you're you can do anything and just start writing about it just start maybe drawing little simple maps about what those dreams were that you had as a child Mm. where is it you want to go Throw in with a red marker, where are the roadblocks? Where are those things that are stopping you? So that you can actually see what is in your way. Mm-hmm. And then ask yourself, is this really true? Is this really in my way? Or do I just have this false belief about that? Yeah, sure. You know, you ask your spouse about that or a good friend or a coach or someone who can just really help navigate that for you and push forward because these times of self-doubt are temporary. They're very temporary and they're very humanistic. So. Despite the fact that they may feel overwhelming. So coming back to that, in, you know, for that, if you find yourself lost, Lisa's advice there is just stop for a minute and just write down the, the vision that you had. Go back to what that purpose was and then write, write about that. Just get it out of your head. Write it down on paper, everything about that future vision and then that red marker to highlight what are the things that are stopping you moving forward. And that, will, that, that exercise alone you know, in 10 minutes or less can really help people get back on track. Yeah. Yes, it can. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So Lisa, as a coach, as somebody that has uh, that skill set, I guess, to be able to take someone from where they are to, to where they're moving forward. One of the questions I love to ask is how would you relate that to a room full of graduate students, people that have been through the, the education system, they're just about to come out into this bigger, wider universe uh, and, and start to make their own way. If you had an opportunity to be on stage and <laughs> to be talking in front of that room full of students, what advice would you take to them and give them to help them uh, achieve what they wanted in their journey? Ah, yes. So I, this is a very, very great question. Uh, you know, dear graduates, all of you who are going into the world, 
the world is not what you think it is. And there may be faults and there will be pitfalls. And during those times, it's not about you. This is just about life. And so if you can embrace who you are, find your core values, know what your character strengths are, and know that no matter what happens, if you get the job, if you don't get the job, you as a person are whole and complete, and that life is funky. And in the end, being yourself and being with your tribe is what is going to be most vital to you. So embrace that. Absolutely. And come back to that real, real world connections. I, I absolutely love it. Lisa, on the, on the path that you, you're now on, which is an exciting journey filled with magic. I, I, actually, I want to come into the, um, the, the magic makers scenario just for a moment. One of the things we talked about before we clicked on record today was uh, this concept of a magic maker. Can you tell me about that? Absolutely. So I, I am part of the Seattle-based performance company. It's called Illusioneers Theatrical Wonders. And we bring magic to the communities around the Seattle area. And they are unexpected and they're free to all public. But we as performers spend hours and hours, I mean, just like a regular production, but it's for one event only. And we learn how to practice connecting eye contact to eye contact and learning how to be able to transmit magic and love just through a smile, just nice. through eyes, so that when we are out there and we do this as, as characters, mice and bears and rabbits, and they're just magical events that happen that our, our goal is to bring, bring to life this creativity. It's time when you're unplugged for two hours and you're just watching this magic come to life. Awesome. And people are connecting with you. I love so it's it. It's an opportunity to invite magic into the lives of others, which ties in so much with my purpose of bringing joy. Absolutely. Tell me about, so I, I would love to think that somebody listening says, do you know what? That's an amazing thing. I've got a talent in music or I've got a talent in arts or whatever it might be. I, I'm going to get a, a troupe together. What, what personal, uh, I guess, um, benefit have you felt from being involved with something like that at a community project level? Mm-hmm. Uh, two benefits come to mind. One is that I have an instant community of artists who are having the same purpose so we can be supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. And our mutual shared goal is to bring more love into this world. And so we look for opportunities for that. So that's one benefit. And the second benefit is that together as a collective, we're able to come up with ideas and ways of sharing love through art. Wow. And cool. that captures people. I mean, really anything that's going to pull individuals off of social media for just a few minutes or a few hours, you know, away from their phones, away from their computers, away from their brain that's telling them all of the work that they have to do to just sit and get lost in beauty and wonder and feel the love from other people coming their way. Absolutely. It's phenomenal. So for all you artists out there, grab onto others. Definitely. Please start spreading love. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. So on, uh, you, you're on a, a pretty amazing path moving forward, Lisa. Where will we see you moving forward? What are the things that you're working on? What's the projects that have, have captured you right now? In, in addition to innovative coaching, of course, your own uh, position and company, what else are you working on? Where will we see you in the future? Yes, well, I am, I am parenting. So that's part of my role is to create Perfect. this generation. <laughs> That's a big project that I'm doing. 
The other thing is that I'm really working on trying to create a global, um, a global network of individuals who have access to these joyful moments. So whether that's an offering of love, I mean, I remember um, having a conversation with Patch Adams, oh, probably eight, eight years ago or so about the gift of giving what you have as a talent without fee. And so I hope 10 years from now, you'll see me around the world spreading this love with two other people, you know, without them having to have the finances or be wealthy or be the elite, but really those who are suffering and just need a little spark nice. to make their passion. Fantastic. Well, at least you are the light. I love the fact that you're bringing that to other people. Have there been uh, uh, any media? I've only got a couple of questions for you left because I'm so respectful of your time. And listeners, Liz is about to head off on vacation, so I don't want to hold her plane up. Um, as I said, you are the light. Has there been any um, media that's impacted you, Liz? Has there been a book or a, a, an audio program that you listen to that's made a massive difference to your life? Yes, there, there has been one book. It's called Essentialism. The Pursuit of Happiness, I think, is the subtitle by Greg McKeown. I'm probably mispronouncing his name, so Greg, I apologize. Greg, if um, you're listening, that's okay. We'll make sure we, we look that up for you. That book actually is, it simplifies a lot of these things because it helps drive the understanding of how to stop saying yes to the things that are not important and mm. start saying yes to those things that from your heart, from your person, really help you to your path of greatness, wherever it is your ideal, your ideal dream is. Mm, that, wow. You know, we've, we've talked about business and we've talked about quiet mind. It sounds like that particular approach. Greg McEwen, you said essentialism, trimming out the, the unnecessary sounds like a really uh, great plan. And at least the last question that I've got for you, and again, thank you so much for the generosity of your time. Um, how can people find out more about you? How can they follow along with what you're doing and, and uh, get involved with, with Lee Sweetheart moving forward? So I say sweetheart because that's the way I see it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> How can people find you and follow along with what you're doing? Yes. So I have a website. My website is innovativecoachingforlife.com. I'm on Facebook and on LinkedIn and soon to be on Instagram. Nice. Uh, so find me in many places, but Fantastic. would love to have you join me on this journey and ask any questions along the way. I'm just really here and called to spread joy to this world. So. Wow, that sounds amazing. And and as I said, you are the light. It's such a joy to have you on the show with us. And I think anybody that uh, is is hearing this and listening and could uh, use a little bit more of that joy in their life, you can uh, follow along with Lise there. So that's InnovativeCoachingForLife.com and uh, check out Lise on Facebook to find out what she's about to be doing on Instagram. Sounds fascinating as well. Lise, thank you so much for uh, for coming on the show just before the vacation. I wish you all of the relaxation and peace. And uh, I look forward to seeing you uh, explode on the journey when you come back. Yes. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Hey, everyone. It's Walt. And thanks so much for listening to the episodes on the podcast. We really love bringing these interviews to you. And I hope you're getting a lot out of them. We've designed the podcast to really help and to engage with everybody out there. So you could help us by simply leaving us a comment or a review, subscribing on iTunes. Head over there now. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us. It helps more than you could possibly believe. Do that now. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.